and well met. It is October 13th, a beautiful Sunday. You know, it's a tad bit cloudy outside, but out to my, uh, what would this be? Out to my right, which I believe would make this the west, the sun is setting. And if I remember just science correctly, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Um, honestly, the only reason why I remember that, and this honestly could be completely wrong, and I'm now going through this whole explanation of how I know that this is how the world and the sun and the rotation of the sun exists, and, and it could be completely wrong, but it's one of my favorite movies of all time. One of my favorite, definitely one of my favorite comedies. I'd probably put it up there, I don't know, top top five comedy and definitely top ten most entertaining movies is Shanghai Noon with Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. Classic in my book. Shanghai Nights, the sequel, was actually pretty decent as well. I was always hoping that they'd have a third, but I digress. Shanghai Noon, I believe there's like this whole thing. There's always these lines Jackie Chan, his character is always saying, uh, you know, this is where I come from, the sun rises. And then Owen Wilson and all the cowboy dudes are like, oh, well, you better get used to it because over here is where the sun sets, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, the sun is setting. But of course, that's what it does around nighttime. And, you know, with the, the beauty of the fall leaves, the colors are changing. The air is a bit more crisp. Humidity is starting to dissipate from the Minnesota air. I was thinking to myself, you know what? Let's get an episode out there. Let's get a BlizzCon hype episode rolling. So BlizzCon, I believe, uh, starts... I wanted to say October 31st, but that seems wrong. I, I can't remember when they do the main show. I watch this every single year. I should know by now what day this happens on. I, I, my guess was that it was on a Friday, but I could be wrong. Um, I know that they have stuff going all weekend long, so I think that's what's kind of confusing me. But either way, we're about three weeks out now from BlizzCon. A little less than, I believe. And I just wanted to put my wish list out there. You know, most of what's been in the Hearthstone news lately has been the Blitz Chung. That was his, this is a, um, a, where was he from? Was it Taiwan or China? No, he was, it was from China. It was a Chinese player that basically protested the Chinese government after winning a match of Hearthstone. That's kind of dominated the news. It's even end up, ended up on news headlines. And you know, I'm not going to get into that. I don't want this podcast to be like a political type of a thing. I want this to stay strictly talking about the game. And so we're just going to kind of uh, breeze past all that news, not for a lack of caring or for a lack of, you know, trying to just ignore things that are going on in the world. But I'd rather this podcast just stick to talking about the game. And so let's talk about a handful of things that I am hyped about for BlizzCon and a couple wish list things. So first of all, Mike Denae, I believe this was about a month ago now, has said that this BlizzCon, uh, this BlizzCon, oh my gosh, now I got all my words mixed up. This BlizzCon is going to be one of the best BlizzCons of the last five to 10 years. He didn't say specifically if that's about Hearthstone or not. You know, he's a Hearthstone developer, one of the main designers, so one could assume that he's referring to Hearthstone is going to have one of its best showings this year. And I'll get into a little bit about my hype and my hopes for that specifically, but what I think he actually is referring to 
is Blizzard now has kind of had a handful of projects in the works, whether it be new IPs, new games, uh, on new platforms, that sort of a thing. I think it was a couple years ago after the success, the wild success of Hearthstone. You know, Hearthstone far exceeded Blizzard's expectations. It's become one of its main games now. It's no longer just like a side game. It's one of their main games. You know, they have StarCraft, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Diablo, and Hearthstone. It's like one of the main games now. And through that success, especially on mobile, Blizzard has now allocated a lot of resources to creating mobile games. There's been a lot of rumors about what these types of games may be, and last BlizzCon they came out with announcing Diablo Immortal, which it's now been a year now since they announced that, and we haven't seen or heard about it since. I'm assuming it's because of the intense backlash. Um, just fans were expecting Diablo 3, and they got a Diablo more Mobile, which looked pretty cool, honestly. I would definitely play it. But I get it, it's not the next installment in the full franchise, so people were upset. But I think it's not just Diablo Immortal that Blizzard has been working on these past few years. You know, there's been rumors that one of the games they've been working on is a mobile Warcraft strategy type game that is kind of a fusion of, say, a Clash of Clans with a regular old school Warcraft. And I think Blizzard could do a great job with that type of a game. Clash of Clans is very money grabby. It's not extremely satisfying. The graphics aren't super good. You know, I play it very, very seldomly. Um, I maybe check my village out once every two to three weeks just to see if there's anything new in the game that's gonna entice me. There never really is. But that's the type of game that I want to have on my phone. And if Blizzard were to come out with a, you know, even if it literally was just Clash of Clans but with a Warcraft skin on it, I would probably play that game a lot just because I love the Warcraft world. I love the characters, I love the storylines, I love the locations, I love the different weapons and artifacts that are involved in the world of Warcraft. And so I'm hoping that that's the type of game that they're going to announce. Just more mobile stuff. I'm, I'm a mobile video game player. I don't really play anything else besides that. I have Mario Kart on my Wii U that I play once every four months or something like that. But other than that, I, I play on my iPad and my phone. And I think that's starting to become pretty common for a lot of people out there and also for a lot of gamers. You know, I used to always be up to date on different systems. I had a, you know, I had a PS3, I had at the time uh, a Wii, and a, you know, I had a GameCube and a PS2, and I had a Nintendo DS and a Nintendo 3DS, you know, so on and so forth. I had it all, I never had an Xbox, but I had a gaming PC and all these things. And I found that I just, I love the accessibility of having my, my phone and my iPad. They're so easily accessible. And honestly, phones these days are completely ridiculous in the power of their CPU, their GPU, so on and so forth. I mean, you think of even a game like Fortnite, whether you love it or hate it, you can play the full game of Fortnite on your phone and it's the exact same game that is on PC. 100 player, Battle Royale, new updates every week. That's insane. So I think a lot of people are starting to become more so, you know, mobile gamers is, I don't know, I think it's maybe probably going to be a, a phrase that eventually disappears because of the power of the mobiles of these days. You know, for instance, my iPhone, I have an iPhone 
10R. Hands down more powerful than a Nintendo 3DS. I'd even say that it's more powerful than a Nintendo Switch. And so if you have a game like, say, Overwatch that is coming to Nintendo Switch, what is keeping Blizzard from putting Overwatch onto a phone and iPad? Now, I realize the control scheme might be completely ridiculous, but one of Apple's big pushes at their last developers conference was the connectability of Xbox and PlayStation controllers to an iOS device running iOS 13. So think of, for instance, having your iPad, you prop it up on a table and you have your game controller. That's basically a Nintendo Switch right there, except you're not limited to the small screen size of a Nintendo Switch. You can go all the way up to iPad Pro, the 12 point minus the 12.9 uh, the inch, one of the original iPad Pros. That would be a great mobile gaming device to play something like an Overwatch on, to play something like a, you know, old school Warcraft, or dare I say, World of Warcraft Classic. Could World of Warcraft Classic be run on an iPhone? I think so. I mean, the game's been out for what, 10 years or something? And I, hands down, I know that my phone, spec-wise, maybe not optimization-wise or storage-wise, well, maybe, I have a lot of storage on my phone, actually, but overall, the specifications of my phone are way better than the specifications of the PC that I was running World of Warcraft on, at the time, what, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years ago. So, you know, I think one of my hopes and one of my dreams for this upcoming BlizzCon would be especially that, that they really push the mobile gaming. Whether that's new games that people can get excited about or just porting games that are already successful to mobile. You know, come out with World of Warcraft Classic for iPad. I, I don't think I have the time, but I would be extremely tempted to subscribe. Come out with something like Overwatch, absolutely, I am in. I'm gonna buy that and I'm gonna play it on my iPad, I'm gonna play it on my phone. I think it could compete very well with Fortnite and you know things like Call of Duty Mobile has just come out recently and proved that it is uh, extremely successful. A lot of people play on their phones. Now I'm a middle school teacher. I see my students all the time playing video games on their phones, their iPads, their tablets. I even run a middle school gaming club and every time that we have gaming club, 70 to 80% of the people playing video games, it's on their phones, it's on their iPads. And so I'm hoping that Blizzard can kind of tap into that market even further so that I can have more than just Hearthstone on my phone and my iPad, but other Blizzard games as well. So that's kind of my, my wish list for BlizzCon as a whole. Now my wish list for Hearthstone specifically is, hmm, you know, we're gonna get the third expansion they always announce a new expansion at every BlizzCon. One exciting thing pushing behind this expansion that others in the past haven't had is that this is the third expansion in a three-part series of a storyline that has been told throughout the Year of the Dragon, which begun in April, and which will end with this new expansion that's gonna get announced at BlizzCon, which will probably be released early December. So each of these expansions have been a part of the same storyline, you know, Rise of Shadows started with the formation of the League of Evil. With Rafam, the Supreme Archaeologist, turned into Rafam, Archvillain, Archvillain, Arch... What was it? Archvillain Rafam? He wanted to steal Dalaran, take all the magical artifacts, take the whole city, 
for some kind of a plan that we aren't even really quite sure yet. And then they moved Dalaran to Old Doom in order to, I'm assuming, get some Titan artifacts. You know, I've been playing through the uh, the expansion, the adventures. What is it even called? I don't even remember the name. It's it's starting to get to be hard to remember the names of the expansions and their adventures that come with it. Um, you know, it's, I digress. Let's move on. But anyway, Rafan, they, they're wanting all these things, but then the League of Explorers shows up and they put a stop to Rafam. But at the end of the adventure, you fight Takan. And Takan has said that he, uh, you know, one of the cards that he plays right before you kill him as one of his final moves is the final plague. So Rafam and the League of Evil, they have unleashed all these plagues upon the world. But there's one final plague that Takan unleashes, which is he brings back the old gods. So there's a lot of rumors leading towards thinking that the next expansion, the third one, is going to tie it all together with the old gods return. The old gods have come back. There's no longer just whispering, but they are, you know, they're loud. They're screaming and they're shouting and they are not happy. And so uh, I think that'd be a great, a great kind of lower category to dig back into. You know, this whole year has kind of been a throwback and an homage to the last five years of Hearthstone with all the different characters, the storyline, so on and so forth, and paying honor to Whispers of the Old Gods, which is considered many people's favorite Hearthstone expansion of all time. When that expansion came out, that was the first time that we had standard, a standard rotation separating play, ranked play into wild and standard. I think it could be very cool. I do also think that they need to get some really good dragons in there. This is, after all, the year of the dragon. I would love to see some big heavy hitters in there. I would love to see Chromie. I would love to, dare I say, love to see a third version of Deathwing, just because Deathwing is amazing. Just unleash the dragons, unleash the old gods, League of Evil, League of Explorers, everything on Azeroth coming together for this one final storyline. And I think that expansion in and of itself and all the lore behind it and the um, the buildup and the anticipation is probably a good enough showing for BlizzCon. So I will not be disappointed if that's all that they announce. There are a couple things that I would be extra excited about if they did announce. You know, they already came out with the 1,000 ranked win portraits. So in the realm of cosmetics, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I would love if they came out with, you know, some other types of cosmetics, but I'd probably save that for a wish list of year of the whatever the next animal creature is coming out of April 2020, which honestly isn't that far away. It's about six months away before the next uh, standard rotation. So I think other than the expansion and, you know, I'm just looking for some, maybe some smaller things, nothing big like a tournament mode or anything like that, but just some nice small tweaks, things that maybe would often go unnoticed. You know, for instance, I would love in the collection manager if my golden and non-golden cards could be stacked in the collection, and then I could just click on it, and then I could choose if I wanted to add the golden or the normal to my deck. So that when I'm flipping through my collection, yes, this is a first world problem. I have been playing Hearthstone for a very long time. I have a lot, a lot of cards. It takes a long time to page through all of my cards, especially when I have many golden versions of cards now. And I don't want to get rid of the goldens because I think they're awesome. I've always loved golden and shiny cards. I always collected holographic Pokemon cards, even if they weren't good. I would never get rid of them. 
And so for someone like me, the 1%, that would be a nice feature to add in there. And then other than that, I mean, just, just other small quality of life features. You know, Blizzard does a really good job usually at coming up with features and ideas for the game that us as the consumer would never have thought of. But after it gets implemented, we say to ourselves, how do we never think of that? I can't imagine the game without that. So I'm very much looking forward to BlizzCon this year. I think there's gonna be a lot of good. I do think that this Hong Kong protesting Blitzchung controversy might overshadow things a little bit, but I don't think it's going to completely dominate everything. I do think that Blizzard is gonna have a good showing. I'm very excited to see what they announced for Hearthstone. I'm very excited to see what the theme of the next expansion is. And I am very much, very much crossing my fingers that we have some hype, exciting announcements for mobile. So there's that, my BlizzCon thoughts and ideas. And uh, let's end this off with kind of a, uh, a spooky joke. I might have even said this one last year. So why did the chicken cross the road? Yeah, to get to the other side. Why did the skeleton then not cross the road? Well, he didn't have the guts to do it. <laughs>